We almost made it through. Sorry, we almost, we made, almost it. made it through. It's the last one or two minutes that kills me. Yeah. You know? <laughs> In a world where men and women are hired with no experience to do a job that kind of sucks sometimes. Where they have to crawl under houses, kung fu fight their way through countless spiderwebs, deal with customers who just can't deal with all these dead bugs, and step in hundreds of piles of dog poop every day. heroes have come to save the day. Heroes who have fought those webs, stepped in that poop, survived it, and learned from it. And now they're here to tell you their story. This is the Bug Geeky Podcast. What's up, guys? Hey, it's good to be back. Welcome to the Bug Geeky Podcast. Guys, we made it to week two. Bring professional pest control with a very amateur podcast. Absolutely. You gotta love it. <laughs> yeah, we kind of went off the rails a little bit last week. I'll be the first one to say, if something makes me laugh, you can just go ahead and count me out. <laughs> we're, we're probably going to be losing Josh here and there. Yeah, so. I can't. I just can't deal. And then, yeah. and then I, I try to stumble through and keep it together while you're laughing <laughs> <laughs> while I've lost it. Uh, it's all right. It's what we do. So, Gabe, Josh, and Phil back for uh, week two of the bug geeky podcast and we're just we're so glad to be here yeah definitely uh just excited this is uh again finally getting started and getting some traction after uh, a couple years of talking about it and really uh you know our desire to share our knowledge and what we're experiencing out in the field with uh, other technicians we're really excited about it absolutely I actually spoke to a lady yesterday and uh, one of my contacts and uh, one of our accounts and um, I, you know, told her we were starting a podcast and she said, why do you guys think you know it all? <laughs> I said, um, well, no, but we do see the need and no, we don't know it all, but we're here for you guys, for technicians to help as much as we can help. Right? No, I think something was, you know pretty prominent in the first podcast you know we're always trying to learn we yeah. we have to be that uh, again when you're dealing with something that is not two plus two equals four but has their own mindset and can do different things no matter what the book says you've got to be open to learning new things and 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 really trying to get as much experience as possible listen i've I, I really don't want to say being the elder statesman in the room how long I've been in this industry. Uh, <laughs> a little bit. Phil's old, what he Basically, uh, I'd really date myself, but you know, I still have to learn, and I still enjoy learning about this industry every single day. And I'm telling you, you think just when you think you got it figured out, something's going to come along and knock you on your rear end. Yep. Yep. I've done residential, commercial. Small commercial, large commercial, and when I started the the route that I'm on now, it was like completely starting over. When you when you're dealing with, you know, with something different than you're used to doing day to day, we all get our habits and everything, and and it, it's you're always having to learn something. Yeah, I, I'm glad you brought that. I'm glad you said habits because one thing that we we do in 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 this industry, unfortunately, is we get into a routine and a rut. Yep. Uh, one thing I would encourage you uh new guys even 
some old guys out there, uh, shake things up, do things a little different. If you walk the same path at every account, uh, especially commercial guys that have uh, food facilities or audited, audited facilities, if you're checking stations one through 20 and you're doing it in the same order every single time, I guarantee you if you check stations 20 through one, go 20, 19, 18, you're gonna see something that you haven't been seeing before. Uh, I try to I try to rotate actually how I walk around uh, several of my audited facilities uh, on you know on a, every other month basis. I'll go uh, right uh, one month and then uh, you know uh, take a turn, go left on the next, just so that I have a different perspective on what is actually going on at that account. For sure. So what are we talking about today, guys? Well, uh, last week we talked about, uh, we touched on customer expectations just a little bit, and we're going to kind of continue that on with a little different vein of it. Uh, we're going to talk about conditions and how to report them correctly, what is a condition, what is something that you can fix, what's something that the customer can fix, you know, uh, those kind of things can make or break an account. And make or break a relationship with a contact if you're not yes. doing it correctly. Absolutely. And how to get those conditions resolved. Yes. Get them off the paperwork. Josh, you're super good at that when you're talking about uh, getting those resolved and working that with your customers. Um, you know, uh, I've seen this guy in action. He's he's just fantastic. Uh, talk talk us through how you know you take a sensitive issue, maybe like sanitation, and bring that up to a customer uh in a respectful tone well listen guys especially uh you know you guys that service restaurants or food facilities you have to understand these people have so much to do I, they're so busy the last thing they need is the bug guy coming bursting in their office and coming up to them and saying hey, you need to fix this, 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 and this because bugs are getting in and you guys are nasty and you guys aren't cleaning under the equipment. While it may be true, and it normally is, be respectful and and um, explain why the conditions um, uh, exist and explain what could happen if those conditions are not resolved. In food facilities... Um, if you guys have an audit coming up, you can't have conditions on a report when your auditor's there. Because the first thing they're going to ask is, why is this still here? Why is this not resolved? Why has this been here for a year and a half? Exactly. <laughs> exactly. So guys, be respectful. Educate your customers. Um, anything from you guys on that? Yeah, I, I would definitely say in that, um, communication. Yes. Um, because I've taken over accounts, been a part of accounts that they have a lot of issues. They're having pest issues because of them. And the technician's frustrated because it's not getting fixed, but he hasn't actually spoken to them. Right. Uh, you, if you just put stuff on your reports and you're not explaining it to them, if you're not communicating, then they're not going to fix it. You people, know I mean? people, and uh, especially our customers, I do this as well. And I say people, I'm talking about in general, I'm, you know, when I get a cable bill, I don't read the cable bill. Mm -hmm. I read far enough to see what the price is and that's where I stop. Exactly. You know, they're, they're, they could say, listen, you're going to lose every channel 
for the next six months and you're still going to pay the same bill. I wouldn't know because I, that's where I stopped. The same is true with our customers. Yes. If we're not, and Gabe brings up a great point, talking to them and educating them on those conditions and how they can help us help them, then uh, you know we're certainly relying on an ineffective tool uh, in as far as a written communication to get there because uh, as Josh correctly pointed out, they're very busy and they're not going to go into a report that detailed, look at everything and say, hey, we got to fix that first. And uh, one thing that I found in my career that really helps when I'm talking to a different restaurant or a different facility in, 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 when we're talking about conditions is give them one or two things to fix. Yeah. Document everything that is wrong, you know, document right. all your conditions, but have them focus on the primary conditions that are causing a, a certain pest issue that you may be fighting or just one that's the most severe that could lead to uh, either a, a bad audit score or something like that. So they can focus on one thing. If that's fixed the next month, give them one or two more. And that's one thing that I've found in my, career, in, 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 in my path that really does help in communicating with those customers. They feel like they're you're on their side, and that you're and that they're accomplishing something each month. And do a proper inspection too. I've seen where guys will go out on a uh, on their third ESR, and then put a condition down for a door sweep. Ah, yeah, that's put, a, that's put a good that point. down. Yeah. yeah. When you went out the first time to do your monthly uh, service or whatnot. Mm -hmm. And then when that comes up, then you can refer back to your paperwork and say, mm, actually, this is why. How often is that the result of a poor inspection? Absolutely. I, yeah, uh, quite frequently. I'm guilty of that myself. Mm -hmm. You know, I'll oh, go in and I think, hey, this is uh, the, uh, so we say Argentine ants. So I've got Argentine ants. This is the problem. I can uh, treat it with a little bit of bait, a little bit of a, a non-repellent on the outside, and I'm done. And all the while, there's uh, a condition, a sanitation issue that's actually attracting the ants in, and my bait's not going to do any good because they got competing food source. Yeah, you know, I, that, I think we're all guilty of that at some point. Oh yeah, and that food source could even be an ILT on the wall that you drop dead bugs onto the floor. And I've seen this before. You got ants coming in the doorway, feeding on those dead yeah. bugs yeah. Mm -hmm. in a food facility, and then you got a problem. Definitely, definitely. That is, uh, again, one of those things that you always need to learn. I yeah. mean, that's a, that's a great bring up. You know, ants aren't just going to feed on protein. They're going to feed on sugars. Uh, they're going to feed, you know, uh, have, they have very, very uh, wide-ranging taste. Yes. And it goes back to what we were talking about last week is... You know, taking an extra five minutes, taking an extra, you know, couple seconds to, you know, look back over what you've done or just spend that extra time. We we have all done it. We all have the audited facilities or just facilities in general that have equipment where it's the end of the month or it's the end of the week, end of the day, and you just want to get through and get everything scanned because it has to be on the paperwork. Um and you know we we've all done it, and we we all continue to do it, but you know you you have to take that extra time to pay attention, look around there could be you know something spilled that you didn't pay attention to that's causing the issue, and the problem is when you get called back to to 
fix the actual issue that you could have prevented if you would have looked. Right, and and well, really, anywhere you go, just to be sure, you know, look back through your PDA or print that service report to make sure your applications are correct. Oh yeah, and you're you know because it's so easy. Uh, I don't know how many people use paper tickets still, but speaking to you guys that use either phone apps or PDAs, make sure you, you documented things properly. If you need yep. to print that out, take the extra couple minutes and print that out and look it over. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely, definitely. I've actually had to uh, print print uh, two or three times just because I found an error in my documentation. Uh, it wasn't an error in application. It was an error in, in me putting it into uh, the PDA right. um, or into so the, into the app. Yeah, I mean, uh, one thing that uh, the, 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 where I get caught mostly is in using favorites. Right. I'll be honest because okay. it's so easy to, I've got my favorites. I've got my, exactly. <laughs> I've, I've got them in there and, you know, uh, they're not going to work every single time on every single application. You got to make sure that you're updating those uh, based on based on the application that you make. And and on that one issue that I've had before, uh, again mainly for people who are using phone apps and and uh, you know digital uh, you know paperwork and everything. Uh, if you're using barcodes, make sure that that it's named correctly. Um, you know whatever it is, because you you don't want to accidentally put some rodent bait in an ILT. You know, which you didn't actually do that, but if it's not in the system if correctly, if then it's documented. You did it. Yeah, you did it, and and the auditor sees that, and he's like, "Dude, you, you know, that's that's not okay," and you fail that audit. And that's what the auditor would say, "Dude, that's not okay. exactly." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. So it's let's, all right. let me ask you guys this: um, chemical solutions for structural issues. That seems like what most customers want. Yes. Or just conditions in general. And we could even say chemical solutions for conducive conditions. But yeah. What do you all um, think about that? I think that that's uh, the basis of the industry, unfortunately, sometimes. Yeah. Uh, there is a you know huge open area of this market that, you know, we can, we as as past professionals, you know, we need to have those tools that aren't necessarily considered tools of our trade. Yeah. The caulk guns, the scrapers, duct tape, uh, duct tape. Yeah, um, copper I can't, mesh. Uh, I prefer aluminum, but uh, well, copper psh. mesh will work as well. Uh, not but, everybody's uh, perfect. Not everybody's perfect. <laughs> uh, aluminum doesn't uh, tarnish uh, like copper does. Whatever, Phil. Yeah, well. You know. <laughs> Just trying to help, um, but you know, uh, you know, the tool of our trade for thirty years was a was a can called a BNG, right? And hence the term I think we used it in the last podcast, baseboard jockey. That's what mm-hmm. we used to do. Unfortunately, it's <laughs> some people some, still some do people that. Still do, uh, and we still fight that stigma. I actually have a list of those people I was going to read off. <laughs> like, there's, that there's nothing worse than taking over a new account from someone, especially someone you still work with, and you go in, you're doing your thing, how you're supposed to do it, and the customer says, "Oh, you're you're not you're not spraying the walls, you're not spraying the baseboards." Where's your tin can? Where's your can? Exactly. It's yeah. like mm, no. But I'd also like to bring up. 
there, you know, sometimes there's managers out there and when there's specific accounts that are important to the company, they'll tell you, hey, get out there and do what you got to do and take care of that, you know. Well, so you, you, have, know. you have to, sorry, after you, but you, you have to make sure that, that your team, who you're, you know, who you're around, the people that you talk to, the people that you help train, that you keep that same thing going. Because again, you could have someone hired that used to do pest control back in the day and that's all they know. It's okay to them. But you have to make sure that, you know, you're keeping everybody straight around you, whether it's your position and to do it or not. keeping everybody safe. Yeah. It's, the it's a safety everyone. thing. Right. Uh, I mean, you, I wouldn't want somebody coming into my house and spraying pesticides everywhere. I mean, I don't have kids, but still, you know, that's, I don't want to drop a fork and get some terminor on it. <laughs> you know? Exactly. It's a, you know, it's, it's a, it's a responsibility thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, it really is. You know, we, we have a responsibility. Uh, there are responsible applications, you know, mm-hmm. that, yeah. that, that little can gets a bad rap, unfortunately, oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know, but there are really, really good Cracking applications that can, you make with it. And really it's a tool you have to have on a truck. I mean, uh, at least I feel that way. It's something Absolutely. That, uh, but again, you know, the tools that like we were talking about, you know, uh, caulking uh, around pipe entries, uh, in a, uh, on the exterior of a home or a, a commercial structure. That that right there can save you numerous callbacks. Uh, informing your customer, or even going out and buying a door sweep uh, yep. for your customer and installing it. Uh, if you've got an issue with a say rodents, and the door sweep is the is is what's you, know, you got a big gap there, or even a gap just large enough for a rodent to get in. Go if you're having trouble getting that customer to cooperate, go 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 buy one and install it. It's you know it takes mm-hmm. you ten extra minutes. And you're gonna not have to go back for rodents again. If it saves you callbacks. That's yeah. exactly well, right. A couple months ago, I went. I got a call. I and I do commercial accounts, but I got a call about a elderly lady that was freaking out at a. Um, it was it was kind of near where I was, so it wasn't a big issue. But uh, at her house, she had a snake in the kitchen, and oh. yeah, and you know, I mean, it, it's I I didn't want to say no, but but you know uh she said she called other pest control companies and they couldn't get anyone out till after the weekend so um it was because we don't want to pick up a snake <laughs> exactly that's ultimately what it was and um, that was on a tuesday yeah so um so i went out there and through inspecting and you know which by the way when i got 5 minutes after i got there a another guy pulled up and from another company he was sitting up uh, I saw him up the street and then uh, then about 20 minutes later he drove up in the driveway and was like talking to the lady can we all agree that we've had that moment and it's extremely awkward absolutely and uh because the lady was like well he got here first so I'm giving the business to him I was like that's right um (laughs) but through inspecting not just going in and saying oh you don't have a snake anymore I'm I'm gone I figured out that she had a horrible rodent issue, like really, really bad. And because she saw the snake go up under the dishwasher, and uh, so I took, I took the extra time. Again, at this point, this. Was, How did you find out there were rodents? So let me interrupt you there. Um, well, what it, this this was just a one-time service. Um, I think it was it was going to be you know like a hundred bucks or something like that. And so I was like, whatever, you know, I'll, I'll go do it. Um, and. I when I got there I noticed that 
there was a few droppings on the floor. I mean, the kitchen was kind of dirty, but, you know. Um, but there was a few droppings around the area where she said she saw the snake. Mm. So I went the extra mile, pulled off the um, the panel under the the, uh, the dishwasher. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, and I pulled out the um, the drawer in the uh, under the oven, and there was droppings everywhere. I mean, like piles of them. Um, but there was also holes that went straight down into the crawl space. Mm. Um, so it's a winner. Absolutely. Uh, so what I did was I didn't have anything with me, so you I went up. You needed some aluminum mesh. I did. I went up the street. <laughs> there you go. You're learning. Um, and I went to the hardware store and got some aluminum mesh. Um, and uh, I fixed the issue. Uh, so what came from that, though, is because I went that little extra mile in inspecting and figuring out the issue because i i legitimately it wasn't a lot of money i could have walked in charged the lady for just looking around because i didn't find a snake it clearly went back into the crawl space and i didn't feel like going that extra mile to look in the crawl space but uh (laughs) none of us are going to knowingly go into a crawl space for a snake you've gone the extra miles but two miles yes um but (laughs) what i did was uh I filled the holes that were leading to the crawl space, um, vacuumed up all the droppings and everything, and because I went that extra mile, I actually got, I sold her quarterly service. Um, Very cool. So I got a pretty significant sale out of it rather than screwing her over for a one-shot fee. For for being complete with the... Yeah, and what I did was by, I didn't explain all of this to her, but by simply cleaning that stuff up and filling those holes i fixed both issues the snake can't get in anymore two i fixed the rodent issue because he's in the crawl space with the mice Mm -hmm. so (laughs) he's going to be eating the mice you know (laughs) so um and i I put out some traps just in case and went back and there was no mice can we um can you give the address to that place so any termite technicians out there that are going through that inspection. Yeah. Um, yeah, forewarning guys. Um, but, um, you know, just that, if I would not have fixed those conditions that were causing that issue, the, the mice were causing the snake issue. Right. So I fixed the conditions, which fixed both problems. Right. You know, and I've been back a couple times since and she hasn't, because she had caught like three mice. And, you know, at, since I've been back, there hasn't been any more issues either it's a, way. It's a good bit. So just by going the extra mile, getting a little mesh, copper or aluminum, um, and and filling those holes, I fixed both issues. That's great. So, um, that's really cool. And that's a condition, which yeah. is what we're talking about. I mean, yeah. it's a residential condition, mm-hmm. but, you know, it's a condition. Mm-hmm. But and not like what you you did there for the customer. I mean, that that was a condition that you were able to solve mm-hmm. uh, versus laying it at the customer's feet. Um, and that's something that we often in in our industry we we try we you know and rightfully so we 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 ask our customers to help us. Mm-hmm. Uh, sometimes going that extra mile and in, in helping them uh, really makes a big difference. Absolutely, and it, it, you know, leads to again additional sales. Uh, certainly leads to Happy loyal customers. customers. <laughs> yeah. Well, I could have very easily said, "Hey, you know, you should probably get one." I mean, this lady is she's close to running 
I think she said she was 87. So, so she probably didn't have any aluminum mesh on her. No, not not on her person. Um, I I could Maybe have in her purse. Yeah, I could have easily told her, you know, hey, can you get one of your grandkids to come over and you know they whenever they're over here, just tell them to plug those holes up, and she would have said okay, and it's it probably never would have happened. Out, you yeah, know. I could. Have, that's happens every day. We do that at our current customers' houses. You know, we don't want to deal with it, or we want to charge them extra, but we so, don't do it, and then we get. 50 callbacks for mice. Well, since you're saying that, you know, again, I think we said this in uh, our podcast last week. But guys, if you're doing this job, you know, if you're in pest control, it's not a job. It's something, it's a career. Mm -hmm. You need to look at it that way. If you want a job, you need to go work somewhere else because it's, it's not that kind of deal. Yeah. So if you're new to this and you can't, step up to to just simple things that we're talking about in just week two, you might need to uh find you know. something else to do. Yeah, <laughs> find something you know. else to do. It's not for the faint of heart for right. sure. You but know. you gotta care about people. I think that's actually number one rule of pest control. Yeah. Is you have to care. Yeah, no doubt about it. No doubt about it. Which Indeed. goes along with conditions. Definitely. If definitely. you if you didn't care, you wouldn't point them out, you know, you just Right. Let your customers suffer. Right. What do right. you think about that, Phil? Uh, I think it's you're 100% right. You know, again, reemphasizing, uh, you you have to you have to have a love for this industry, uh, or you're not going to last in it. It's mm-hmm. not so much something of, uh, as a choice that, uh, or, or you know, it's not something you're going to be forced out of by any stretch of the imagination, because. You know, we we always need help. This is. It's not people knocking the door down. To yeah, do there's not people knocking the door down to do this. I but, want to kill bugs for the rest of my life. Yeah, you know they they don't they, you know that and you know again we fight a lot of stigmas too. Yes. You know. Um, all the bug man. All the you know. It, often Exterminator. We're, we're looked at as just the bug guy. Yep. Uh, we have a lot of education in what we do. Again, as Josh kind of opened the show. No, we don't know everything, but we do. Uh, try uh, our best to to grow and learn, uh, and so you know. Again, you, it's not going to be a choice that you know, or it's something you're forced out of, but it will be a choice that you end up making because if you don't love this and you don't love people, you're going to get burnt out, and it's it's eventually it's going to wear on you. And, and and you know, I've seen a lot of people uh, move on and and. Do different things, uh, and and not rightfully or wrongfully so. Yeah. But uh, you know, it's just again, the the folks that are most successful, the people that again have a passion mm-hmm. about helping other people and have that concern and care, and then see the benefits of what this industry actually does. You know, we 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 haven't even begun to talk about all the wide ranging topics. We've mentioned ants a lot, but we've got German roaches and all the all the medical issues that they they can cause asthma and the yeah. various diseases that can be transmitted you've got mosquitoes uh with all their with the bloodborne pathogens everything. that you know uh we we again we even deal uh like gabe works in medical facilities he, he you know has to be careful with bloodborne pathogens okay. uh, there there's just so many different things that we run into because we don't we're not we're not one one size fits all. We do so many different things. We're in so many different places. And you know uh, what? I love it. 
I do too. Oh, yeah. Because you know. you're not it, stuck in a cubicle somewhere. Oh, there's so no much freedom. You guys that yeah. are, but it, you have the freedom of being out and around and. You know, some people aren't so pleasant to deal with, but most people are going to look at you for help and not mm-hmm. condemn you for not. There's a know. great deal of customer interaction that you can you can get a lot of benefit out of. Yes. Yeah. And and you're not going to necessarily love it right off. I mean, like, I, <laughs> I, I didn't... Are you I, serious? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, I was not expecting to do pest control as my career but i mean now i absolutely love it i if i didn't love it i would not deal with those rooms where i go in and there's human feces everywhere or blood or it looks like somebody took a super soaker with blood squirting everywhere you know um but but i do i mean and i love educating people uh, about bed bugs and roaches and you know "Quote unquote palmetto bugs." Oh, uh, the, the infamous palmetto bugs. <laughs> water bugs. Those darn water bugs. Those those aren't roaches. No, those aren't roaches. Those are palmetto bugs. That's right. Um, and it provides for your family, you know, yeah, and that's absolutely. obviously the main goal. Sure. Uh, sure. But guys, love what you do. Do your, you know, your own educating. Um, find out what you can. We'll help the best we can. Yep. Um, There's a lot of tools out there. Uh, hopefully. Uh, our goal as in mission is to be one of those tools. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, guys, if y'all have any questions at all, <laughs> I was going to say Phil's been known as one of those before, but okay. <laughs> uh, we almost made it through. Sorry, we almost, we almost made it through. It's the last one or two minutes that kills me. Yeah. <laughs> you we, put it out there. I just took it and ran. We are three of those tools. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so, guys, if y'all have we any questions, we were this close. We were this yeah, close. This close. And we're at thirty minutes. So, Gabe, wrap us up. All right. Uh, if y'all have any questions, anything, please hit us up on social media at Bug Geeky, uh, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. Um, send us an email if you have like you know a specific issue that that you want our input. Buggeeky um, at gmail.com. Absolutely, and uh, check out our blog at buggeeky.com. Um, And as we always say, stay Stay geeky. geeky.